You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to an episode of Locked On Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Thursday, no, Wednesday. My days are all mixed up. It's Wednesday, May 19th in the year 2021. And as my days are mixed up and I'm confused on what day of the week it is, my confusion is not what the Vikings coaches are seeing or hoping they're seeing when they watch Wyatt Davis in practice. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at jsteven07. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter as well at Locked on. Buckeye lineup for today in segment one. We'll talk about Wyatt Davis and how he has looked early on in practice in Minnesota. Segment two, predicting what primetime games ABC will broadcast for your Buckeyes. And in segment three, we're going to talk about the NCAA's approach to the name engine likeness going into effect on July 1st. But before we get to all that, now seems like the ideal time to remind you to make sure you check out the Locked On Big Ten podcast because there's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten conference than with Big Ten Ben Stevens and the Locked On Big Ten podcast. Follow the Locked On Big Ten podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. As an incoming rookie in the NFL, there are a lot of expectations that are that people have for you. Coaches, fans, media members, maybe your family, maybe that guy from school that you haven't talked to since school, but he sees you're now in the NFL and he has some expectations for you as well. And then when you're somebody that was a two-time All-American the expectations might rise up or they will rise up just a tad. When you add in, he's a two-time All-American and he comes from the Ohio State University, a lot more weight is on you to perform once you get there at your new home in the National Football League. Wyatt Davis early on in practice is impressing the Vikings during their rookie mini camp. Right now, in, if you've been following the NFL, you have heard that the OTAs that teams are having, a lot of players are saying, nah, not going to do it, not going to go. We're going to go somewhere else and, well, not go at all. Um, optional team activities is what it's called, but those are optional. That's after rookie minicamp, which is the initiation of the players into what the team is going to do once the season starts and what the players, coaches will find very, very quickly. What players can do, what players can really take in grasp and then do and perform right on the field once the coaches see that, it's very, very nice and enjoyable to see, well, them do that and hear what the coaches are saying about that player. Here's what Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer has to say or has said or said to the media after rookie meeting camp. Quote, Wyatt's got terrific size. He's got good movement and seems to be catching on really well with footwork and the things that we're doing. He looks good in there so far, end quote. Yes, it's early on. Yes, I believe that quote came after day one or day two. Early on in the process of really recognizing, looking at, and knowing what you might have in somebody. But as you know, first impressions mean a lot. Remember when I, when I first, well, as I start stuttering, 
When I started going to the church that I go to now, it was right before things shut down and I joined the church and bam, had a clap on purpose. It was literally like a, a, a instant reaction. Jay joins the church. Jay gets happy. Jay is going somewhere new. And then, nope, not so fast, my friend. The church is shut down for a few months. Now the church did reopen. Forget when it was May, June, sometime last year. I forget exactly when. Um, and things have been things have been fine. I mean, honestly, things have been perfectly fine. Um, it was just kind of like, oh, it's just cautious. We want to do what everybody else is saying. And then once they realized they could get a proper handle on it, the church reopened as soon as they could. But there was a there was a guy on, on staff at the church, and my first impression of him was, and I had been going to the church off and on visiting for quite a while. Uh, I was like, oh, I want to go. No, not really. Oh, I want to go. No, not really. And I remember my first impression of this individual was that he's different. Not different in a bad way. He was on staff at the church on the platform, all that good stuff. Um, he, he, he always made it a, a, a point in his day after service to walk by me and say what's up. Now, I had been off going off and on for about a year, year and a half now. Uh, but it was just weird, very, very different of somebody that was that sees me, looks at me, and they say, hey, I want to make sure I say hi to that guy. First impression means a lot. And that was something that sticks with me now. I actually was hanging out with that guy, Jason Wall, or that guy. I was hanging out with my buddy Jason Wall just uh, yesterday on Tuesday, the opening practice for the Indianapolis 500 in Indianapolis, Indiana, I was there at the track. He's been going for about 20, 25 years, maybe 30. Uh, my first time at the track for uh, for any practice or any race event. So I was there just enjoying the day, and he was going through all the history. A lot coming at me at a, at a, at a quick amount of time, very, very fast. But I remember, and I, still, I told him to this day, I said, I remember that time when I was going to church off and on visiting, and you didn't know me, I didn't know you, but... That impression you made on me very, very quickly where you made it a part of your day before you got on the bus at the church to take kids home, you said, hey, I want to make sure I say hi to that individual. I'm not sure if I'll see him again, so let's make sure that if he comes back, there's a familiar face, a recognizable face at the church that makes him feel more welcome, more accepted than maybe he would prior, maybe he would if that was not the case. Same with Wyatt Davis. I know it's early. I know that this is the beginning of rookie minicamp. I know that there's going to be OTAs. I know a lot of players are saying we're not going, but a lot of players now in the NFL are actually saying they're going to the rookie, the OTAs, which I mean, like, I get it, bro. You're going to either work out by yourself or work out with your team. I mean, I get it. You want your time away, working out with your team might actually help you be a better pro. If you don't go, I don't care because it's really optional. It's in the title of the workout. First impressions mean a lot. Will Wyatt Davis start once he uh, week one for the Minnesota Vikings? I don't know. But I wouldn't be shocked if he did. I wouldn't be shocked at all. We saw what he can do at Ohio State. We saw what he did do at Ohio State. And I think he'll relay that and continue that for the Vikings in the National Football League. Let's step away very quickly when we come back. We're talking about some primetime games on ABC. ABC announced some early games on broadcast. Were the Buckeyes a part of that group? How many games will ABC broadcast that Ohio State is playing? We'll discuss that when we come back. But first, check this out. There's a good chance you're a person like me that loves, and I literally mean 
loves a good protein bar. You know the ones that have the macros, and you know when you turn the box over a package, look at the nutritional facts to make sure everything in what you're about to put into your body fits your workout, your diet plan, and something along those lines, it fits in and tastes like a candy bar as well. Well, guys, your boy has ended his search, and I thoroughly encourage you to consider ending yours as well because built bars are great for the health conscious guy they'll also help you lose and maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat bars are low calorie low sugar higher protein high fiber and they're also great for the keto diet and one amazing detail about built bars is they are they are covered in 100 percent chocolate go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked 15 l-o-c-k ed one five, and you will get 15% off your next order. Once again, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. As we continue and roll on here on Locked on Buckeyes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every single day. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, I want to say welcome. Or if it's your first time in a long time checking out the podcast, I want to say welcome back. I know we have had a lot of different guests on lately, and I haven't had this time to remind you to come back on the podcast, check us out, subscribe so you don't miss a beat so no matter if you check out the audio version of the podcast via the odyssey app or apple podcast or google podcast or youtube.com slash locked on buckeyes subscribe there or we check us out via wkyc.com for our wkyc family in cleveland no matter where you check out the show when you do a subscribe so you don't miss a beat because there's a fresh new episode coming your way every monday through friday Speaking of Monday through Friday, there are some Buckeye games. The first game that the Buckeyes do play is a primetime game, but it's not an ABC broadcast. Talk about that just a couple days ago, where Ohio State's first game of the season, a Thursday night game, will be broadcast by Fox. I sure hope you have Gus Johnson, Joel Clyde, and Diddy Taft on that call. It's like the A-team of all the A-teams. Have them do it. It'd be an amazing first game, for amazing way to open up the season but abc recently announced a few games that they will broadcast and it got me thinking what games will abc broadcast that are ohio state games are there any games early on that ohio state will be playing that abc will be broadcasting well we do find out week one september the 4th that first saturday game abc will be broadcasting in prime time clemson and georgia that is a neutral site game in charlotte north carolina the very next week abc will be broadcasting in prime time some of you might not like how abc is broadcasting the team up north in prime time before the ohio state buckeyes but washington is traveling 
to Ann Arbor, and ABC will be broadcasting that game in prime time the following week, September 18th. They take a trip to Happy Valley as Penn State will host Auburn. I do love this Washington to to the team up north to Ann Arbor. You have Auburn leaving where they are, going up to Penn State. I love that. And then you also have ABC broadcasting that first week of September the 4th. Alabama versus Miami. I believe that's a neutral site game in Atlanta, Georgia. They're also broadcasting Notre Dame versus Florida State. That's a game September the 5th. I think that's in Tallahassee, but that might not be the case. We do believe the ESPN broadcast for all of those games, or most of them, maybe not the games week one, definitely not the, all the games week one, will be Chris Fowler, Kirk Herbstreit, and Maria Taylor on the sidelines. It got your boy thinking. What games will Ohio State play on ABC in prime time? Before I get to that, I have to remind everybody that the Big Ten has a rule. No prime time games in November. Leave tradition. Get rid of that thing. Get rid of that. Prime time games in November. I understand you like the traditional thing. You might get a game at 330. That's not prime time, even though the game does start when it's daylight and then goes to dark and nighttime. Hey, y'all, cut to 2021. The Buckeyes deserve to be in prime time, and that game deserves that prime time slot as well. So week one, ABC is already covered. Week two, ABC is already covered. Week three, ABC is already covered. We've got week four hosting Akron. Week five at Rutgers. There was a time ABC broadcast Rutgers on the a Rutgers game, a Nebraska game. I'm like, why are you? I get it. You want to broadcast Ohio State. Just like last year and a couple years ago, they started broadcasting Clemson, and they're broadcasting every Clemson game, and it was a blowout. I hope that doesn't happen now. It's okay for Ohio State fans to watch. It's enjoyable to, watch, to for fans to watch games in prime time. But at the same time, let's be honest, we want to watch a good game, not a blowout. If it's a blowout, put that bad boy in the noon slot. We already talked about Oregon and Ohio State, how I think it should be a 3.30 or 7.30 kick on Fox, I get the 12 noon kickoff, but once again, 9 a.m. Pacific time for all those Oregon Duck fans. Not ideal for you to be in game shape, for you to be in game ready to watch the game. Here's where we get to have a little bit of fun predicting where Ohio State will be, will be playing if it will be on ABC. Keep in mind the Big Ten Network will be broadcasting some games as well. That pretty sure Ohio State will have a couple games on the ESPN. Just to kind of keep all of this in context, they play no games on NBC. They play no games on CBS. All of their games, I believe, will be played on Fox, FS1, the Big Ten Network, ESPN, doubt ESPN2. It's not to try to be like it's Ohio State thing, but it is a Buckeye thing. So week six, week week one through five, I don't think there'll be any primetime game on ABC. Week six, Ohio State host Maryland at the same time. I think there's a good chance that Oklahoma and Texas, that is an ESPN game, which normally has a Fox game, but I am amazed that they, via the draft system that they do right now to decide what network broadcast, what game, Oklahoma versus Texas. I do expect college game day will be there. That's something else we'll discuss in a little bit, maybe later this week, how many times game day will come to Columbus, not a game at Ohio State's playing, but also Columbus. But I believe the Oklahoma versus Texas game is an ESPN game. 
probably a 12 noon. I don't know if they'll move that to 3.30 or 7.30. I believe that's normally like a 12 noon game um, right there at the Texas State Fair in Dallas, the Cotton Bowl, the outside Cotton Bowl, the actual stadium, not the Cotton Bowl that is played in AT&T Stadium, the bowl at the end of the season. Also, Georgia plays Auburn that week as well. I believe that'll be a CBS SEC Game of the Week broadcast. That Maryland game could be a Big Ten Network game, but it could also be an ABC at 12 or 3.30. Don't think that'll be a primetime game. That could be a tweak. That could be just one of those like, hey, it's Ohio State. We wanted to, we, we got to put them in primetime at some point. They're, 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 they help ratings. They boost ratings. So let's go ahead and do that. I don't think that's the game. Week 8, October 23rd, here's where things get a little interesting. I think you could have back-to-back games in primetime on ABC. Ohio State plays at Indiana, Boynton, Indiana, the following week. I do think the Hoosiers will be having a lot of the same amount of success they had last season. Week 8, there are numerous, numerous phenomenal games, phenomenal matchups. Tennessee plays at Alabama. Uh, that I believe that'll be the SEC game of the week on CBS. USC at Notre Dame. That's going to be an NBC broadcast. Whatever that game is played, that will be uh, if Notre Dame hosted NBC broadcast it. I believe that'll be that'll be a primetime game on NBC. The week the week nine is a more prime, uh, a lot more games. My notes kind of got me a little confused there, but I think you're going to have a primetime game possibility at Indiana. In Bloomington, Indiana, as odd as that sounds, imagine this. Imagine this. If you were to tell me five years ago, two years ago, that Ohio State at Indiana in 2021 will be a primetime game broadcast on ABC, I would have said you're crazy, crazy. But if Michael Penix Jr. recovers after the torn ACL, if the offense can flow and he can move the ball around the yard, if that defense is anything like it was last year, that, my friends, could very well be a prime time. It's still amazing to me that I'm that those words are coming out of my mouth. Week 9, the last game that could possibly be in AB, on ABC in primetime, I do believe this game will be a primetime game. Ohio State host Penn State. Here are some other good games or phenomenal matchups that week just by name. Georgia versus Florida in Jacksonville. Used to be called the world's largest cocktail party, I believe. They can't don't use that anymore, politically correct. Uh, that'll, I believe that'll be the SEC game of the week on CBS. Ole Miss at Auburn. I believe that'll be an ESPN primetime game, not so much the ABC variety. Florida State at Clemson. This could be one that normally, say 10 years ago, maybe 2013, 14, maybe that might be. Clemson wasn't the school it is now, but it's Florida State. Kind of makes sense. I don't think that'll be a, the primetime game. North Carolina at Notre Dame. I believe that'll be an NBC broadcast. I can easily see Iowa at Wisconsin at 3.30. That's kind of like the preview or the appetizer before the main showdown, Ohio State versus Penn State that night. I do got a couple, just two, which is very, very rare for ABC primetime broadcast. IU, Penn State, back-to-back weeks. Could very well see the Maryland game before the bye week being a primetime game as well, but I won't say it just yet. It's, if the over-under set at two and a half, your boy's going with the under as far as how many games ABC will broadcast in prime time on ABC. Guys, get separate very quickly. When we come back, we'll talk about the NC2A's approach to name image like this, which will go into effect in some states very, very soon. But first, check this out. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. 
Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC slash MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the playoffs. Head to betonline.ag on your mobile device or laptop to sign up today. And when you do, make sure you use promo code LOCKED ON, L O C K E D O N, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. And as we roll on here on Locked on Buckeyes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every single day. We have a couple days left here on the podcast, a Thursday, the 20th of May, the 21st of May on Friday. I got a birthday to celebrate my brother's and my dad's birthday as well this weekend. My brother's birthday is all this coming Sunday. My dad's the following Tuesday on the 25th. A lot of good things coming. A lot of good big things happening, not just in a podcast, but just in life as well. It's the month of May. A lot of good things are happening via conversations we're having here on the podcast, via your life. It's getting nicer outside. For those of you that are Buckeye fans in the Midwest, I know some of you may be in Cali. I contacted a guy. A guy reached out to me that lives in Cali during basketball season. That weather out there, probably where he lives, a lot more enjoyable, consistently enjoyable than that weather in the Midwest. Speaking of things that we could talk about right now that will come in the future, not things coming happen, happening right now, that will come in the future very, very soon, name, image, and likeness. You remember a couple days ago, forget how recent this was, and I made a comment that said name, image, and likeness is right around the corner. Well, the NT2A is taking an a, a interesting approach to this very thing in regards to name, image, and likeness and allowing their own legislation to be handed down because so many states, six of them, have already are already planning to have name, image, and likeness be a part of their state and to be regulated by their state very, very soon. And the NCAA is saying... We understand Mark Emmert is actually, this may surprise some of you, Mark Emmert is actually trying to push the legislation and to push things going into action. What during their meetings in the NCAA, those those that are the NCAA Board of Governors is kind of a little bit different, a little bit passive a little bit, simply because they might run into what the states are putting into place. And the NIL legislation by the NCAA might not be exactly what follows the laws that are coming down by the states. The laws passed. There are six states that have already passed this law or that will put these laws into effect. Those states are Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, New Mexico, and Tennessee. They're all similar to each other, but far more lenient than anything the NCAA is considering. In order to conduct business without enforcement chaos, that's coming from an article from CBS Sports, the NCAA may have to issue a blanket waiver to cover athletes in those states who would ostensibly be violating existing NCAA bylaws, the bylaws that are outdated, the bylaws that make no sense. Instead of altering the rules by the NCAA, they're just going to have to make a blanket waiver to assist them in this time. This is a quote 
from this whole little ordeal that's going on with the NCAA. Quote, there will be something that happens on July 1st, and there will be no lives lost. This will be going on for a long time, end quote. And this what this quote came from a person that is intimately involved in the direction of NIL legislation. The NCAA backed themselves into a corner. We knew this was going to come eventually. We saw early on well, during the uh, college basketball tournament, NC2A uh, men's tournament, we saw players say not NC, hashtag not NCAA property. Everybody knows that. I understand you think that's what that means, but if you are property, they would control a lot more of your life than what they do. The NCAA allows so many individuals that will not be professionals in that sport have a chance to play in college and to boost their value. Think about it. Think about guys at Ohio State that don't do that wouldn't be anything without playing football. Just simply being on the team, you can say, yeah, I went to and I played football at Ohio State. Think about the value that that, that, that raises your stock or that raises the ability or the desire for someone to simply hire you because you played football at the Ohio State University. Yeah, you want to go pro. You want to make as much money as you can. But I don't think the NCAA gets the recognition or the proper acknowledgement for what they allow so many men and women at the collegiate level. At the same time, I've an advocate for a lot of the things the NCAA does. They kind of back themselves into a corner. Knowing this was going to come, knowing you had a lot of time to put this into practice. I know there are things that are going on behind the scenes that neither you nor I, most of us know anything about. So I'm not trying to bash the NCAA. Just kind of give an update that the NCAA's approach they're working behind the scenes to put this into practice, but they're up against, back against the wall because so many states already have laws that are going to effect before the NC2A's NIL laws go or rules or regulations go into effect. Could it be August 1st? Could it be September 1st? We'll have to wait and see. Guys, thank you so much for listening and enjoying another episode of Locked on Buckeyes. As always, you could follow your boy on Twitter at jstevens07. You could also send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. It's Wednesday. It's hump day, which means there are two more days left in the week for shows to come out. Thursday and Friday. For those of you that like to watch things on a Friday evening, a live show on Periscope. I'll retweet the link. Also, EliteSportsBetting.com. The Buckeye Beat. I host that show every single Friday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can have it on. You may not want to watch it. Just listen to your boy talk about your favorite team, the Ohio State football and basketball teams.